Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Heal with Cat podcast. My name is Cat. I am your host, and I am a day late, not a dollar short, though, and I'm back here on the pod. And honestly, I am here back on the podcast with just the feeling of being exhausted, exhausted by life, exhausted by so much change that came out of honestly nowhere the last couple of weeks. Change going on within my family, change going on in my relationship, and change going on in my business. And sometimes I feel like when it rains, it pours. Um, And I talk a little bit about this on today's episode. But It's so funny to kind of look at all of the areas in my life that are changing because the change is beautiful. These are all things that I have wanted, if not my whole life, definitely the last few years. Things that I have worked so hard to heal into, meaning there were a lot of things that I wanted to call into my life that I didn't have the tools, the courage um or the belief in myself that I could have and manifest and bring in and receive in my life until I did the work to unlearn everything that was getting in the way and um this is when I tell you that doing your work in life will save your life and it will eventually bring you to the place that you are meant to be in always So if you do your work or if you are considering doing a deeper dive into your healing, your trauma, whatever it is, I find that it's always difficult in the beginning because we are being forced to unlearn a lot of things that, you know, made us who we are in this sense. And I'm putting that in air quotes, made us who we are, um, but built us, I guess, into the person that we are today, that if we want to manifest a different life for ourselves, it's going to require a new level of who we are. And sometimes that means we can't even step into that person until we look at all the areas that are holding us back from that. So I've done so much of that unlearning and clearing. And I, I'm, I mean, I continue to do it all the time, almost every day. So um, it's just been really interesting to watch myself go through these patterns of ebbs and flows and now getting to a place where I'm still ebbing and flowing except this time I'm ebbing and flowing into one of the most abundant periods of my life. A period of my life that I have waited a long time for and I think the secret to kind of, um, well, I think, this is my opinion, but I think the secret to um, reaching this point is believing that it's possible and never giving up and you will be tested and tried many times on this journey of healing how bad do you want it how much do you want to be your best self you know how much are you willing to grow and evolve how much are you willing to lean in and the level of you leaning in is the level in which i believe the abundance comes in in the future because we are supposed to evolve. We're supposed to grow. We are supposed to constantly, on some level, I say constantly, meaning not every single day, but I think on some level we are meant to constantly be evolving and growing. Um, 
throughout our lives. And so it's interesting for me to say all of that and then talk about how I'm feeling on this week's episode because I don't want to spiritually bypass anyone's feelings about manifestation um, or spirituality. But I want to speak on something that I have noticed doing this very deep work on myself very deeply, and I mean very deeply, for the last three years, consistently, almost every day. But first, before I get into that, I want to talk a little bit about the energies of what's going on in our collective world right now, because as much as I still struggle with believing in astrology 100% for me as an individual, whenever I hear Chris Corsini, Danielle Page, you know, the kind of, or, or Chani Nichols, like the go-to astrologists and intuitives of our time, um, whenever I hear them talk about what's happening on a collective level in astrology, I'm always like, yeah, that's fucking happening right now. But when I, I have a hard time when it comes to me and myself, so maybe that's just an area of growth for me. But um, in the last five or six months since April, we as a collective as a whole have been in a very dark shadow period. We have been in a period of a lot of planets being in retrograde, meaning they're moving slower. And when they move slower, life moves slower and we're forced to slow down and really look at things. And then now in the last couple of weeks, as these planets start to um, come out of retrograde and move back into their normal hemisphere, we're starting to see a lot of forward movement in some ways. But then in other ways, we're realizing that right now, as a collective, is not really the time to manifest or push or force or create. And it's been that way for like the last six months. Chris Corsini was just talking about this yesterday in his full moon workshop that he does for free. It's pay what you want, but he, they're essentially free on YouTube and on his website, where right now in our energetic collective is more about universal fate than anything else. And that can be really hard for me to kind of wrap my head around sometimes because I believe so heavily in the power of um, manifestation, creating your life, your hand, your life is in your own hands. You know, you can create whatever you want. You can receive whatever you want. Um, but to hear something like everything is kind of fate right now, it makes me feel like there is something a lot bigger happening than we can even maybe humanly wrap our heads around. But most importantly, we're in a period of trusting our higher power more than anything else. Um, and that can be really challenging for someone like me who believes in the power of manifestation so deeply. Um, because I've always had a good relationship with God and my higher power, the universe, like literally whatever it is for you. It could be Jiminy Cricket, it could be Wonder Woman. But like on some level, right, we, we kind of, most people will believe that they're working. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to assume that you believe in a higher power that exists, right? Um, whether it's just, even if you call it nature, even if the sun is God for you, like doesn't really matter, but there is an energy present that is helping the world exist and move forward. And it's like that creation energy. And so when we're in these 
moments in time where it's not time to manifest or push or force or create. And it's really a time of rest and looking within and kind of internal examination, trusting that our higher power and God has our back and we're continuously being guided no matter what it feels like in our human experience for me personally is the way to stay sane through all of this. And on top of that, you, we all have a higher power guiding us towards the things that we desire and we can ask for support and guidance at all times. Yesterday, um, I was really feeling down and just feeling like I couldn't trust myself, trust in the bigger picture of life. My business slowed down all of a sudden. I didn't know why. And I was like consistently seeing clients on a weekly basis and getting coaching applications. And then all of a sudden it kind of just stopped. And I got really frustrated and I was like, I'm never going to be successful. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know why I can't do this. And it wasn't, it's not about me. This time in my life, I can tell I'm starting to be prepared for something much bigger and I need this rest period. And so I said to God, I call it God in the universe. I kind of switch between the two. Hey, I, I'm feeling like I can't trust anyone or anything right now. I feel like I can't see the bigger picture and I need guidance and support to believe that you haven't given up on me and that I haven't given up on you and that like, that like, I'm protected and guided because like that magic in my life of being protected and guided, I was feeling it so consistently for so long and all of a sudden it stopped. And I said, just please send me a sign that like I'm on the right path. I went and got a massage at Up Your Body Spa in Del Mar. I got a lymphatic drainage massage. And I posted on my Instagram, on my Heal with Cat Instagram, um, a video of the inside of the room because they had these magical different lights and stars and it looked like the universe or like the northern lights inside of the room. And so after my massage, I posted it and I tagged them. Well, the owner of it reached out to me and said, oh my God, I have been looking for a family constellation therapist ever since I moved from Brazil a long time ago for me to use and for me to recommend to my clients because this work is so powerful and you don't find anyone that does it here in the US. I would love to pass on your information to people and like I would love to, you know, stay connected with you. And I was like, shit, like I, of course, like of course I'm being guided. Of course I'm being protected. Like why do I ever doubt myself or that energy? And I think it's very normal and human to doubt ourselves. I think a lot of times where life happens and we're given a lot of reasons to doubt ourselves, um, we're presented with a lot of opportunities, rather, I should say, to um, doubt ourselves. But I've, I'm finding now that this is asking me, this period of rest is asking me to believe in my higher power um, deeper than I ever have before because I can tell I'm on the precipice of some life altering shit. And, um, I want to, <laughs> I don't want to lose all the things that mean a lot to me when I manifest that next level, but I can speak to this, you know, through my own life experience that there are periods of time that range in our lives where manifestation energy is high. 
and it seems like everything is in abundance. I feel this a lot in the springtime, ironically or coincidentally. And I find that there's these ebbs and flows where we feel super abundant and everything is going our way. And it feels like when it rains, it pours in a good way and everything is falling into place. And then after that is when things kind of slow down and it's this period of rest. And I know that in my life, when that rest period comes, it feels like I'm swimming through murky water with my head in the clouds. I start thinking maybe that there's something wrong with the decisions I've made or maybe the things I manifested and started wondering, um, you know, if I, maybe I'm not meant to have all these things that I manifested and desires because the movement and flow of the abundance slows down to the point where it actually feels like it could literally stop or that it has stopped. And so naturally, we start to question ourselves. And so after moving through these deep ebbs and flows for years now, I mean, I've been doing spiritual work since my early 20s, but really on another fucking level the last three years. And I've noticed these patterns that happen in my life and in me. And now with the maturity and the experience that I have, I've started to step back and take a deeper perspective shift in the way that I look at all of this. What if, what if the rest period isn't about anything stopping? What if the rest period is your collective moments of integration? So I'm going to read the definition of integration for you because I heard this word a lot in the spiritual community and never fucking understood what it meant until I started microdosing. And I don't want you to ever feel that way. So the definition of integration is the action or process of integrating. And similar words for integration are combination, incorporation, unification, and consolidation. So think about all of the things that you manifested in your life. They all come to a head. They all happen. And without a point of combination, without a point of of incorporation and unification within your body, because embodiment is just as important as the divine inspiration and knowing, you really don't get a sense of the reality of the power of what you're able to do. And so to allow yourself to fully live and receive that energetic abundant period, like, and what it brought you, you have to be able to settle in and soften into the integration. We cannot always be in the abundance period of life. And I emphasize the word always because I believe that we all deserve to be abundant for the entirety of our lives. But when there is always abundance, then there is no room for growth or evolution or human experience. There's nothing to ground us back into our bodies and really live and embody the things that we manifest and receive. Because ultimately, manifestation is just a receiving of the things we came here to to have really that's what it is and and the and the process of manifestation is aligning our beliefs and our values with that of the universe so much so that we basically just claim and call in exactly what we want 
and literally shed the blocks of us, anything that holds us back. So I have felt for the last couple of months that as much as I want to keep writing the momentum of my last abundant manifestation period of my life, I have to slow down and integrate it all mind, body, and soul. And if I kept going, I wouldn't have stopped to enjoy some of the most precious moments I've experienced in the last few months in my relationship. I, sometimes I literally have to pinch myself that I have Tyler because I just never thought I would ever, ever be able to be in a relationship like this. I didn't even think it was possible for me. I wouldn't have been able to just be present to the like life. I, I would have been so busy on the go. I wouldn't have caught my mental health issues because I most likely, knowing myself, would have kept pushing through all of my physical like ailments and illness, and I would have just burned myself out. I wouldn't have made plans to go on vacation, and who knows like what else I would have missed out on. But coming from the previous company that I worked in, it thrived on hustle culture. And I can tell you that I did, in fact, miss out on a lot of moments that I deem precious now and sweet because I was so preoccupied with how much I can continue to be abundant and force myself into success and I'm in control and you know how many times I had to fall and pick myself back up and it was just clunky. It was just like a very clunky experience. And yes, that job, it served a beautiful purpose for me, but hot freaking damn. When I left that job, I had to spend at least six months picking myself up from the emotional exhaustion I didn't know who I was without working eight hours a day and working seven days a week in social media. And slowing down was a fucking stretch for me. I couldn't just let myself be in the moment and be present, which is why I think I clung to yoga so much. And I was always on the edge of my seat for something related to work. Now, those are qualities I'm not sure I want to take with me into Heal With Cat. And right now in my life in this rest period, I am being faced with big questions of life. Like, what do I want my work-life balance to, to look like? And what am I okay with and not okay with? You know, how do I want to feel day to day? What does a beautifully balanced week look like for me? And I will tell you, it's not what I thought it was. And I found myself continuously trying to push myself in the direction of hustle and go, go, go with cat, with heal with cat. And for one, my business isn't there yet. Energetically. I'm just not, I just launched my business in like May or June. So I'm not there yet. But two, would I be happy if it was like part of being a business owner and being self-employed is understanding how you work at your optimum level in order to be your best. And optimum doesn't always mean hustling. As a reflector in human design, I can literally tell you right off the bat that I work best working on my business on average about four hours a day. Even sometimes like I'll extend that into Saturdays too in the morning. And after four hours, I get burnt out and I lack divine inspiration or creative direction or the motivation to keep going. And I literally start getting like really weird work anxiety. I start putting this like weird pressure on myself and then everything feels forced. So optimum for me is not optimum for someone else. And that is what makes me and you unique. 
And I can still get a hell of a lot done in four hours than I can when I worked eight hours a day in my last job. Because I learned how to focus on being smart, working smarter, like not harder. So anyways, in this rest period that I've been in, I've really only been called to do any kind of healing work that relates to my physical body. Part of this could be because I've really been pushing myself in my workouts lately. I'm doing more weightlifting than Pilates, which is what my body is like craving to do. So I'm listening to my body and what it's asking from me. And then I also started training for a half marathon a couple weeks ago, and the half marathon isn't until April. So I have a ton of time to train, but I've had a lot of emphasis on my physical body more than like I have no desire to go to Reiki and even working on like my higher self is just feels like a fucking stretch right now. So I've been doing craniosacral with Carla. I've been doing lymphatic massage. I've been doing physical therapy for my neck and my shoulders. I've been doing facials and stretching. Like I haven't even felt called to go to yoga, which is like kind of weird for me because I always want to do yoga, but I just haven't been feeling it. So like the only spiritual work I feel like I have the energy for right now is family constellation. And to be honest with you, I always have the energy for it because I am so in love with this work. But everything else just feels like overwhelming for me. And I feel like I just want to rest all the fucking time and I have no motivation some days. And I find myself wondering like if I really have any power at all to create the life that I want. That's like really hard for me to say out loud, but yes, I'm human. I question myself, especially since I am unlearning and healing a lot of old paradigms and stories around money and work right now ancestrally if you want to take it into the family constellation realm i have a lot of ancestral patterns around money and hustle culture that i'm trying to break that are like energetically in my fucking dna it feels like and i don't even have the words to express all of that because it feels like it goes back so deeply so my ability to receive and manifest has nothing to do with the amount of quote-unquote things I'm seeing happening in my life. Manifestation and receiving my desires has more to do with the alignment of my own energy than anything else. And if I'm trying to push or force or create when it's not divine, divine time, divine timing, because in life everything is fucking timing, then what good is it for me? What good is it doing for me? So think of it like this. When I rest, I create space to soften and create emptiness and nothingness in my life to some extent. In the rest period, I am usually a lot more emotional and feel the need to kind of just hide from the world and protect myself from any kind of stimulation. I used to fight that feeling because I didn't like the feeling and the need to rest when I was pressuring myself into like go, go, go mode, right? But when I stopped pressuring myself to be or do something in these moments, I crave rest and I surrender and I soften into the emptiness and the nothingness. Then I make room for the things that I really do desire and love to do. So getting rid of the stagnation for room to be inspired is the key in these moments. Like, 
Honestly, all I've wanted to do since I got home from Italy was create this Patterns of Love workshop, which I'm aiming to launch the first week of November, so I'm really excited. And then besides that, bake and cook. So much so that my boyfriend literally said to me today, you need to start a food blog or an Instagram. And I'm actually highly considering it because I love to bake. I love to create. In fact, it makes me think of the first time I ever did my human design report My most optimal environment was the kitchen. And when I found that out a couple years ago when I was working in my last job, I literally laughed. I was like, I legit do not feel this way at all. Like, why a kitchen? But now that I'm more in tune with myself and more in tune with like the patterns of my ebbs and my flows, I've realized that my creation energy can't always be funneled into work. And it has to be dispersed into things like painting or cooking or this podcast, whatever it is, creating content, like And baking helps me feel that nothingness that I need to create space for inspiration again. So when this period of rest is ready to close and you're ready to ramp back up into abundance and manifestation again, I promise you with every fiber in my being, when the divine timing is right for you, you will legit wake up and be ready. But you will only legit wake up and be ready if you've given yourself the space to rest. We discount our bodies being the energetic antennas we need to listen to for our desires and our feelings about things. How many times do you actually stop and ask yourself, what does my body want right now? Before you go out to a restaurant, do you ask your body, okay, body, show me what it's like to know what's good for me to eat right now. Like if you're like me and you go to a restaurant and you're like, man, the truffle scrambled eggs look fucking amazing. But I'm craving, my body is craving something fresh. Most of the time when I choose the thing my body is not craving, I suffer. Acid reflux, I get in a grumpy mood, I can't digest, and I just feel gross. But in the moments where I do choose to listen to my gut in my body, I feel great. I have energy and I feel good. And I find myself battling that energetic antenna that my body is a lot. And I'm starting to notice now with more self-awareness, listen to your body. Don't listen to the temporary gratification you're going to get from truffle scrambled eggs. Even though they're amazing, you can come back tomorrow and you can order those for breakfast. But today, this is what you need. And it's similar with the way that I choose what healers I work with and for what ways. It's the way that I decide, you know, what to wear in the morning. I listen to my body. What does my body want to feel like? And this is especially important when it comes to the way we integrate and work with universal energies. Divine inspiration and divine timing is a real thing. And this is where belief in a higher power comes in. And then... When you choose to listen to your body and the divine inspiration and timing, watch. A few months of your life are going to feel super fast. Like everything happens at once. You're going to manifest everything. You're going to be like, oh my God, I can't not believe all of this just happened. And then it's going to slow down. And if you cannot pause when the slowing down happens and realize that it's a time for rest and integration, remember that unification, that incorporation, you will, without a doubt, burn yourself to the ground. And it will be harder for you to pick back up when it's time to go again. 
There is a time for streamlined growth and there is a time for rest and integration. And those times of rest and integration hold you in this little recovery cocoon so that when the universe wakes you up in a couple months or a couple weeks from now or whenever it is and says, good morning, sunshine, it's time to make this shit happen, you won't wake up groggy and exhausted feeling like you need five cups of coffee. You'll be like, damn, I've been resting and waiting for this and I'm fucking ready to go. So think about everything you've manifested in the last year of your life. When did this manifestation period start? When did you start feeling like, oh my God, everything is happening? And then when did you notice it slow down? And if you can have that level of self-awareness, you will feel incredibly empowered on your journey of life. Every next level of our lives is going to require a different kind of timeline for rest. I would even argue to say that the biggest manifestations and leaps require a longer period of rest. But I will counter, I will contradict myself and say that I also think it depends on your capacity to hold each thing that you've received into your life. I have never received or experienced the abundance in the way that I am in my life, entire life actually, right now. So my capacity feels really low at times. I actually feel like I have more ebbs than flows lately because the flows happen so fast. I'm in, actually in disbelief and then the ebbs happen so quickly and they happen for longer periods of time because I just need more time to seal it all in. I need more time to not disassociate and just be present with myself and be like, oh my gosh. Oh, I launched my coaching program and I had three applications right away. I was not expecting this. What do I do with all of this? And so it, it creates a, a work smarter mentality for me in the sense that next time I want to manifest something, I don't want to manifest just the average expectation. I want to manifest light years beyond whatever I could imagine, what, whatever I could dream up for myself. So that I have the expectation that the best case scenario is going to happen. And between the worst case scenario and the best case scenarios, you know, my manifestation will kind of hit somewhere in the middle, if not the best case scenario, which depending on how much I believe in my power manifestation and how much I'm willing to receive and believe that I deserve it, it depends kind of on the level of how much I'm able to receive the manifestation long term, if that makes any sense. So... This is totally based on my own opinion, by the way. You could be having a massively different experience. Maybe I'm not quantum leaping, right? But I also don't know if I have the energy for that right now. And the beauty is that when I do have the energy for quantum leaping, I call Kevin Russell. <laughs> I had him on the podcast on episode 19, and we talk all about quantum leaping our problems. So go check that episode out. Um, but quantum leaping, our growth means instead of waiting for the problem to show you where you need to heal and then reacting to the problem over and over and over again until you realize it's a problem and, you know, five months, two years, 10 years passes by and you're like, oh, I think I need to change that. Quantum leaping asks you to become aware in the moment of what needs to heal when your higher consciousness become like when you with your, I guess, well, I guess the way, the best way I could say it is. 
Quantum leaping asks you to become aware in the moment of what needs to heal with your higher conscious awareness and then heal it right then and there. So sometimes we have the capacity for this and sometimes we don't. And there's no judgment around that. It just honestly depends on how much we are capable of holding in our hands at that time. But if I do want to do in quantum anything, it's with Kevin, hands down. So this period obviously feels uncomfortable. It feels uncomfortable for me. I, I don't like seeing my business slow down and I don't like knowing that I'm, you know, winter is coming and the holidays make you crazy. And as much as I tell, trust me, I love the holidays. Nothing like the holidays. It's like the most joyful time of the year. One of the most, I think spring is also pretty joyful, but you know, a lot of things, businesses, um, financial spending, um, certain things slow down and some things ramp up and I think more than anything, there are, there are things that I need to constantly remind myself through this rest period so that I don't get caught up in the feelings of why is this all slowing down? Because when you own your own business, you have to believe in yourself more than anyone else does. And if you don't believe in yourself, I guarantee you no one else will. Guarantee you. So when, as a business owner, the rest period comes and you start questioning your value and your worth when it actually has nothing to do with you, it's a recipe for disaster. So here are some things that I'm constantly reminding myself right now through this rest period. First thing is forcing myself to work on my business when I'm not feeling divinely inspired or motivated, never birthed anything I felt good enough to put out into the world. It just, it, I've done it before. I've put out content I wasn't ready to put out, but I felt forced to, and it didn't go anywhere. It didn't get any likes. It didn't get any engagement. No one commented on it. It was just kind of empty. Um, podcast episodes that I rushed out that, you know, uh, there's one, <laughs> there's one in particular a podcast episode about healing my over-independence that has the lowest downloads of all time. And that one, I specifically remember rushing that episode out because it was like a week where I had the queue of a bunch of episodes. And that one, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put it out and just, you know, see what happens. The lowest downloads ever. And that, that doesn't feel good because I honestly question, I, I go back to that episode and listen to it because I felt like it was such a deep episode, but like, it felt forced. It wasn't divine timing to put it out. So don't force yourself to work on something in your life that you're passionate about without it feeling divinely inspired because it just won't feel good to put out in the world. Take your time with it. There is a aligned time for it to go out into the world. Trust me, there are people out there who are waiting to hear what you have to say. Second thing, Resting brings me back to center so that tomorrow I can wake up and crush the day. And by the way, tomorrow could mean a week from now sometimes. But tomorrow is the loose term I'm going to use to maybe represent a synonym for the future. Third, when I feel like I need to make a decision and I feel overwhelmed or unsure of what is aligned for me, 
I pause and ask God, the universe, my higher power, whichever vibe I'm feeling that day, for guidance and practice trusting my higher power so that I can be supported when I don't know the right way to move. And for me personally, right now, I feel that I have disconnected from my higher power in the last few months. And here's why. When I... When I left my old job, I was single, talking to slash like really good friends with my boyfriend. And I had a ton of opportunity in Heal With Cat. I was looking forward to launching my business, launching the podcast, you know, creating my coaching program. I had in three areas of my life a lot of opportunity, a lot of opportunity. And it was opportunity in the very beginning stages of this new part of my life. And so I heavily worked with my higher power, with God in the universe, on creating magic every single day. And it was almost this moment of like, I would ask the universe for support because I would believe in the opportunity of something. And I would get an answer within 24 hours. And I felt fucking on top of the world. But when you start to manifest all the things that you were so hopeful would happen, I think for me, I stopped believing or working. It's not that I stopped believing. I stopped working with my higher power and the universe because I was getting everything I wanted. I was receiving everything I wanted. I wanted the healthy, loving relationship with my boyfriend, and it happened. I wanted to move out of my apartment and move in with, to a bigger place and not necessarily with someone else, but I just wanted to move out of my apartment and I moved in with Tyler like literally within weeks of us dating. We had been friends for so long that it didn't really feel like it moved fast. It still doesn't feel like it's moved fast. It feels like because I've known him for like a year and a half, but I moved in like pretty quickly after dating and that manifested for me. I launched my podcast and was starting to get some episodes over 100 downloads within like the first few hours of of putting out the podcast. I was like, holy shit, I can't believe this. People actually like what I have to say. Um, I launched my coaching program and picked up a coaching client like within a few weeks and still have some prospects that are waiting for different times of their life to come back. But still, I had interest. I just, I just like, I, I had, I had all these things that I wanted start to happen. And I was so caught up in the energy of them happening that there wasn't really anything else to, to ask God for, to ask the universe for. It was like, everything happened. Everything just fell into my lap over the course of like six months. And then I woke up one day and was like, oh my God, what do I want now? Like I, like, I got everything that I wanted. Is it really time to start working with the universe to manifest the next level? Or, like, can't I just, like, acknowledge, like, what I have right here and just, like, be in the energy of what I just fucking manifested? Like, what do I do in the in-between? And that's when I realized that at some point on my manifestation journey, I stopped believing and trusting in the guidance of my higher power 
I stopped using my higher power, God, and the universe to help me, to support me, because, and I don't really even know how to explain it, but it's just like I didn't need to believe in anything anymore because it was all happening. And so I have deeply gone back to the practice of multiple times in my day, mostly in the car, God universe please show me that you still are guiding me protecting me and supporting me please show me that we haven't given up on each other and please show me that there is magic that i can still experience in my life even when i manifest all the things that i all, all that i already like have manifested the things that i wanted and something small or big will happen very soon after and I'll be like, aha, everything that I do has to come back to trusting in an energy much bigger than me. And I have to with family constellation as well. Family constellation, we work within a morphogenic field that is much larger and bigger than the consciousness that I hold with my client. The morphogenic field is leading the client to family constellation. It's leading the client through the constellation. It's leading me. It's guiding me. It's showing us together what is you know, what needs to be seen, it's turning the unconscious conscious. So this has been a very deep practice for me in my, my, my recent rest period of, and I don't want to say that it's testing my relationship with God, but it kind of is. It kind of is. I feel like the universe, God, whatever higher power is saying, hey, you can have anything that you that you desire you came here to have all of that but remember don't forget to co-create with me let's do it together and it sounds cheesy but i fucking love that i love that i want to work with an energy bigger than me i want to have something to believe in you know i don't want to feel like i'm going at life alone so i've really been leaning into that so much so that i've actually been kind of leaning into that with my clients and some of my clients don't believe in a higher power or they have a distorted relationship with God or they have a very masculine view of what God is, right? Um, or they were raised in a religious home and, you know, that view of God failed them. And I resonate with that. So I've been having to help my clients redefine their relationship with their higher power, even if it's just the energy of consciousness, even if it's just the fucking wind, something out there bigger that loves us, that wants to support us and guide us all the time. And getting out of our own way to believe that that exists is a huge gift that you can give yourself. I know it is for me. And finally, I work out usually solves about 80% of my mental health struggles. And a big hug usually fixes the other 20%. And I say usually, of course. But finding your ways of meditation and coming back to your flow and your surrender. Well, first of all, I'll say that in different times of your life, they're all going to look different. For me, yoga and meditation and channeling and connecting with my guides used to be my ultimate form of meditation and coming back to my center. And I did that every single day for a year. And after that year, my meditation became yoga again. And I was going to yoga three times a week. 
Um, I also, my form of coming back to my center, finding my flow in my meditation became walking by the beach. I would do that three or four times a week. And now, in this next level of my life, my form of meditation and finding my flow is running and baking. And long hugs. Long hugs. So every next level of our lives are going to call us into a different part of who we are. We are dynamic souls manifested in a human form. That's what we are. We are energy. We are only energy. We are energy in motion. And it's a beautiful experience to be able to meet different parts of ourselves at different parts of our lives. And it's fun. It's, it's exploration of the self. And in order to embrace all those dynamic parts of who we are, we need to give ourselves rest. We need to give ourselves moments to receive and surrender. There is a time to streamline our growth and there is a time for rest and integration. Let yourself be open to the awareness of what that looks like. You could even get a journal or you could even get a wall calendar and get a blue highlighter and a pink highlighter or a marker. And for six months, you could use the pink highlighter and this is my this is my Saturn in Virgo happening right now uh, and my moon in, in Virgo. But basically you could, it's my Saturn in Virgo? I don't know, I did this like astrology for abundance the other day. No, no, sorry. This is my, <laughs> this is so funny. This is my moon in Virgo and my Saturn in Capricorn and my sun and Aquarius all coming together. You could get a wall calendar and get two different color markers and over a six month period, start tracking. Okay, if you have a flow day where you feel like everything is manifesting and receiving and going your way, you color the day blue. And if you have a day where you feel stuck and you feel like you need to just rest and integrate, then you, you know, color it in pink. So streamline days are blue and rest days are pink. And you can literally track it over an extended period of time. I feel like I should maybe create a journal for this, like tracking your ebbs and flows. Like, I don't know. You could even write somewhere on the calendar, like the reason I feel stuck today is work. And the reason I feel streamlined today is work. Like you can literally track this shit for yourself like you don't have to wait three years of like struggling like i did to really step back and see the patterns like you can you are fully empowered to do this for yourself in any way that looks good for you my brain just had a really fun time going into overly organized mode but really at the end of the day just having the gentle self-awareness of what you're moving through and listen to your body like listen to your body your body will tell you exactly what you need. So with that, I'm going to bring this episode to a close. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Thank you so much for joining in on the community around shared experiences. 
this podcast really isn't all about family constellation, if any. It's really just about a community where people can go to learn about all of the shared experiences and dive deeper into their own human experience through what I share with myself and my guests. And if you like this episode, I would love to hear about it on Instagram. You can leave a review. Please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. You can even rate it. And just tell me what you think, what you want to hear more of, what you want to hear less of, and maybe send me a DM on Instagram and tell me what you loved about this episode. Thanks for joining, and I will see you on the next one.